you for choosing to listen to the Mummy on a Break podcast. I am Maria Newman, otherwise known as Mummy on a Break. My journey to becoming Mummy on a Break started back in 2016. That's the year I took voluntary redundancy whilst on maternity leave with my second baby and without really having a plan. The only thing I knew at that moment was that I needed to change my job and if I didn't seize the day and take my chance, I'd be in the same job doing the same thing up until I retired. That thought scared me. So long story short, I embarked on my journey of being mummy on a break, which started with me actually deciding to start my own business and by following a very windy road led me to create the life I really wanted. I now help women who are like the old me. I help busy working mums who are tired and exhausted take back control and create the life they really want. If you want to find out more about how I can help you, then check out my website, mummyonabreak.co.uk and click work with me. However, for now, sit back, relax and enjoy this podcast episode. Welcome to the Mummy on a Break podcast. My name is Maria Newman and I am Mummy on a Break. You can find out more about me and Mummy on a Break on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. During this podcast series, I'll be covering specific themes like, are you friends with your inner critic? Multitasking doesn't work and why failing is good. My special guest for this series is my inner critic, Vera. She is a lovely old lady who just wants to keep me safe. So today's episode is failure is not a swear word. When I worked in the corporate world, making a mistake and failing was not an option. I felt like I had to be two steps ahead of my peers having the ability to read the minds of my seniors and be the shield between my team and our leaders. Failure was not acceptable. I look back on my time now with wiser eyes and having experienced the world on my terms, realising how limiting that environment was. Yes, I accept the part I played but I also acknowledge that it was part of the culture and not just my imagined reality. The truth is, if we're not careful, we can live by this rule in life generally. Failure is not an option, which also means accepting the consequences as well. Living by this rule of not failing puts unnecessary limitations on us. We're accepting living life means wearing a straitjacket to stop us from trying anything new in case we fail. If this were the case, we wouldn't dare experience new things unless the outcome was certain. Just imagine how different our world would be if the innovators hadn't felt inspired to innovate just in case they failed. Would we still be living in caves, I ask you? So how often do you practice failing? I hope the answer is daily. When you fail, you are being given a great gift, the opportunity to learn, the opportunity to grow, the opportunity to try again, but knowing a little bit more. 
In life, we are conditioned and accept that failing is bad. Failing means we're substandard. Failing means we're no good. Failing means we should give up. Well, that's nonsense. The only time failing doesn't serve us is if we don't learn from it. And more importantly, that we don't do something about that learning. It's like insisting on banging your head against a brick wall and expecting a different result every time other than pain. I actually remember the first time I failed and it really meant something to me. It was my piano exam. It felt horrible. And if that wasn't bad enough, in the same year, I also failed my clarinet exam. And at that point, I could have just given up and accepted that the universe was trying to tell me something. But instead, and very maturely, I accepted my failings and consciously tried to understand what went wrong. Why had I not passed? What could I have done differently? I must say, at the time, I was about. 10? I was in middle school. So obviously this was after a period of me stewing and thinking how unfair life was. Things do go wrong and making mistakes have never been comfortable for me. I'm a recovering perfectionist by the way, but I'm practicing getting used to it. And not only that, I'm finding the positives in every situation as well as learning from them. So here's what I've learned. Number one, there is no problem. We have the power to give meaning to the eventual outcome of what we are doing. It is that simple. We get to decide. Whether you pass or fail, something is only a problem if you decide it's a problem. It could be that you need to take an alternative path. Number two, it's about growing. I like to challenge myself, try new things, get involved in new projects, learn new skills. As it's all new, of course, I'm not going to know how to do it from the start. It takes time. I will stumble, I will fall over, but that's part of the learning experience. Number three, take imperfect action. Did I say I hate making mistakes? But if I waited until everything was just so, and I would never get out of the starting blocks, it's better to take imperfect action and get moving than to decide to just stand still until everything is in place. By that point, the race will have probably finished and where will you be? Number four, just say yes and try. Life is there to be experienced. And I've learned that sometimes it's a case of just saying yes and then figuring out the how. Plus saying yes and knowing there is a deadline is the motivation needed to move things on. Becoming stuck by the fear of failure in the unknown is paralyzing, but saying yes to opportunity can be scary, but also liberating. And number five, trial and error is best. What has stayed with me more often than not is where something has gone according to plan and I've made a mistake. For it not to go according to plan and to make that mistake gives us so many wins. 
But I've also learned the most from these events. And because of it, I've come back with something even better the next time. So I encourage you to be brave and say yes to failure. Say yes to trying new things, to see where it will take you. And to say yes to learning and growing. The world is waiting for you to experience it. I invite you to embrace failure. And instead of working against it, work with it. So am I comfortable with failing today? No, I am still uncomfortable with failing. But whereas before I didn't accept it, I now accept it's part of life. Failing is okay because from failure comes so much. And as I've said before, failure brings about learning, knowing what you can do and where you might want to do things differently. And what would Vera say? Oh, my goodness, I really need to be aware of Vera in those moments where she's telling me that I've made a mistake. It's all gone wrong. Why did I even try? That was a waste of effort. But it's in those moments where when I hear her chattering away that I have to find strength in identifying what that failure, that mistake has given me and to know what is reality and what I'm just making up. So how can you stop seeing failure as negative? It is a practice. It's knowing that it's just an outcome, whatever the outcome may be, whether the outcome is expected in the way that you thought it would happen or unexpected which actually sometimes can also be a positive. Things can go a hundred times better than you ever envisage them. Now, Vera is likely to stay quiet when things go all well, or maybe if they go super well, she might say, well, that was a bit of a fluke. But again, it's in those times when they don't go quite according to plan, that it's a case of, taking the time to pause, reflect, and then decide what my next best move is, rather than listening to Vera, who will probably be telling me, oh, don't try that again, because look what happened. What have I done to change the way that I view failure? I think it just comes about with getting older. Life takes on a different perspective. Things matter less unless you deem them important. And we worry less about what people think, people's judgment. We also compare ourselves less. So we sort of start to break free from those shackles of not trying something in case it goes wrong, we make a fool of ourselves, or we end up falling flat on our faces. So with age, I think we learn to manage Vera more and to care less in that instance. Now, if you've been listening to this and you can relate to what I've been saying, but you're feeling slightly overwhelmed, I would have the following advice to give you. Take one step at a time. Don't be afraid 
to try something new instead have your focus so that you're excited by what might happen as opposed to concerned about how it might all turn out and the three things I would like you to take away from this podcast episode is number one there is nothing wrong with failing because it shows that you tried number two failing is an amazing opportunity to learn what is possible and what you might need to tweak if it didn't quite go according to plan. And number three, it is better to go out there, do something, experience the world rather than stay in your house and never leave. Those are the three things that I would like you to take away from this conversation. I hope you have enjoyed listening to me today. Thank you for listening and I shall see you next time. Take care, everyone. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast episode. If you're interested in finding out how you can work with me and how I can help you, then head over to my website, mummyonabreak.co.uk. Take care. Thank you.